There are darknesses in life, and there are lights. You are one of the lights, the light of all lights. Hello, and welcome to episode 65 of Under the Cowl of MS. That's a little saying from Bram Stoker Dracula. Today, we're gonna check out three of the newer comics that came out recently, starting with Conspiracy X, well, Conspiracy Planet X. Apparently, this was a series, ongoing series up until this, so must be part of some other thing that I have missed out on, but what truly lies in the depths of space? Is there more life than we know? So far, we are the only known intelligence in our galaxy. But what if there was another planet inhabited by other life forms, hiding deep within our solar system? What if they know about us? Don't miss the shocking truth here. This is your standard uh, alien abduction, uh, world gone mad by. And it's kind of like a cross between standard alien abduction movies, uh, the newer Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Matrix, X Files, a little bit of everything thrown together, but it's very—it's kind of a confusing story at times. You see characters that change, and you got to try and figure out what's going on. And then towards the end of the this issue, they sit there and give you the concept of what's going on and find out what the aliens are doing to us, what their plans are, what they're, they've been doing, different mind controls and stuff like that. Just, and like it says, Conspiracy Planet X, there is a planet out there with a big X in it. Like it had like a earthquake and open up a, a hell mouth into the center of the planet but you see this a spaceship coming towards the planet that's how you get to see it for the first time but from what I was told there's this isn't the first issue of this run or this item or what's going on uh, it is, I thought it was just a standalone one shot. That's why I bought it. But apparently it's belongs to some other stuff, which I'm going to have to find out to get some more information for what's all going on with this. But, but it wasn't, I mean, it was interesting. It's, but like I said, it's like a combination of many things you've heard and seen before. So it's nothing really uniquely new. 
or anything like that. But check it out if you're into the whole alien abduction type thing. Other planets, other races, all that stuff. And then I checked out Ray, number one, from Valiant. This was the new one that just came out, not the old Ray from 1991. Give you a synopsis of who Ray is and what it Give you kind of the idea of what this is about. Is uh, Ray is a superhero legacy in the Valiant universe. Developed by Jim Shooter as Valiant's first original creation in 1991. The series began as a flipbook backup feature in Magnus Robot Fighter No. 5. The series takes place in the 41st century. Rai Ray is the spirit guardian of Japan, ruled by grandmother. A mantle that is passed down father to son through the generations. There have been many rays, so the series has gone through multiple protagonists. Um, in the Valiant Comics universe, it has also been revealed that Ray is a futuristic version of Bloodshot, designed to look alike, hoping to invoke the spirit of his heroic exploits in the people. This is not the case in Valiant Entertainment's rebooted universe, where all Rays are semi-artificial creations of Father, the leader of New Japan, instead of Grandmother. But yeah, like they say in this book, you got father that controls everything and runs everything. And nobody, from what I take, nobody's really seen father. Uh, father is on a, another realm, another, another base, uh, it's like Sector 4001. It's, don't know how, it's not, I don't know, you can't really consider it its own planet, I don't think. I think it's just a different sector of the universe. And you find in this issue, a person's killed for the first time in like, thousand years or so can't remember exact timelines but uh it uh couple couple of the well, not terrorists but the couple bad guys are carrying the dead body trying to get rid of it uh, and they come across like an AI guardian they end up taking out Eckett character and dumping the body which eventually falls into a giant aquarium above a bar and all these people see the body and just start to freak out and uh this one reminded me of stuff like Blade Runner futuristic AI type Movies, you don't really get a good uh, layout of who's who and what. And a lot of these characters can be artificial intelligence. You don't know. 
who is and who isn't, you know, you know, if Ray's artificial intelligent, uh, they think he's, well, they speak of him living for a long period, but then you also hear about different Ray's taking over. This is the first issue, so you're just getting the basic start, but Ray is sent in to find out who killed the person and what's going on, and some other murders start happening, and characters show up that aren't known by the AI unit's father and all that. They got to figure out why they're there, how they got there, whether or not they are AIs, and just somewhat confusing first issue, but it's definitely got me, my curiosity peaked, and I'm going to stick with it for a while, see how it goes, and I was never a huge fan of Valiant Comics in the past. I have some of the older Ray comics. I don't remember what I read of them. Uh, I read a few. But in Valiant's got Bloodshot, Exo Man of War. Just a good variety of characters. Just nothing that really pulled me in at the time and this one I'm sure you're going to see a lot of crossover stuff there is a character in this one I believe the name is Psylocke or something similar to that uh, but yeah there are other ones that I've enjoyed from Valiant Universe is like Quantum and Woody in Jack, and I never really got Bloodshot. I want to know more about at least the newer run, which they did off the Vin Diesel movie. But, but yeah, check that out if you're interested in that type of sci fi stuff and the AI units and all that. See if it piques your interest. And the other one is Van Helsing vs. League of Monsters. We got part six of six. I can't remember if I had part five. I'm going to have to go back in my stuff and double check. I may have talked about it. Or this was a run I was enjoying. Van Helsing is still reeling from the revelations of recent events after her world came crashing down around her. But she won't have time to catch her breath as something catastrophic is heading her way. Will she be able to handle some of the deadliest creatures in all existence? Alone, any of these would be formidable foes, and Lysel will have the ultimate challenge laid before her with taking them on all at once. The odds are not in her favor, and it doesn't look good for a legendary vampire hunter. Yeah, it definitely doesn't look good for her because even her friend Jekyll and Hyde is hulked out as the Hyde character and constantly fighting with her. 
gotta deal with that plus deal with all these other characters that are trying to take her out and it's a big family affair throughout these books yeah quite a few of the grim fairy tales creatures in here you got robin and loxley in here Beckel and Hyde, Van Helsing, uh, Dracula, and there's just a good variety that keep popping up throughout here. And of course, you got all the different creatures, the werewolves and stuff that she has to deal with, well, they have to deal with, but uh, I don't want to really give anything away, especially since this is the sixth issue of the six but check it out it was an enjoyable run i need to go back and reread because i'm missing a little bit that's why i think i'm missing up issue five but i'm gonna have to double check all my back issues and see what i got so yeah that was fun uh this time of year well, not normally, but thankfully to the last year or so, we've been dealing with the whole COVID crap. And we got to change our lives around it and work with it and make it easier on us. And try and figure things out to make it more adaptable. Yeah, and just the unwelcome life changes that you have no control over. MS is one of those life changes. Living with MS is very stressful in itself, it's unpredictable, and you are always adjusting to new symptoms. First of all, you have to acknowledge that at times such as these, you may feel your symptoms more strongly because the energy to deal with them has been depleted. You may feel fatigued, which is already a common symptom of MS, but now it may be much worse. You may start to feel depressed because you're so tired and the news constantly broadcasting around you is so frightening. So what can be done? I'll basically shut the damn TV off. And don't pay attention to the shit. It's getting really old because you go on one station, talk slightly about it, and then you turn on a different station and they're scaring the shit out of everybody. Trying to just... I mean, these older people just don't understand what the numbers mean and just scares the crap out of them what they hear when they're acting so stressed out about everything and saying the hospitals are overbooked and just flooding with vet people that have the disease and they don't have enough nurses and doctors to take care of them, and, which is understandable. Yeah, it can, Totally see it happening, but yet I'm still going to constant doctors, hospitals, and it's not seeing the amount of amount of people, amount of staff, amount of anything in the buildings that you've seen before all this crap. So during this time, it's good to think of things that you can do for yourself: take a warm bath, listen to soft music. Relax, escape by turning off the news on TV and the radio, as well as tune out other electronic gadgets. Uh, 
all it's going to do is just stress you out. Try doing some exercise at home. Take a walk. Get some fresh air if you can. In this time of year, it's getting colder, so it's not as enjoyable to go out. Some of us, the heat's worse for us than the cold, so this time of year can be a plus. Order in instead of cooking. Watch that movie you've been talking about for months. Binge watch on all the great shows that are out now, like The Mandalorian, Cobra Kai. They're just out a lot of good stuff right now. So don't forget, you got the Lego Life Day event coming up here, apparently on Disney Plus. They're going to have that. The original movie is pretty scary. <laughs> It can cause you a lot of trauma, so I don't know if you want to watch that one, but the Lego one looks fun. Uh, find time for whatever fun is possible within close quarters. The important thing to remember is that you are not alone, and although isolation is essential in order to stay safe for the time being, there are ways to find support during this difficult time. And there's tons. And they have it set right now with the whole videos you can hook up with your family you can get a zoom account for free i believe with the free zoom account you can talk live with up to four people and if you want to advance beyond that you can i believe pay for the bigger one which allows you to be live with up to 100 people i think it is but there's so many different ways that you can Keep in touch with people nowadays, the electronics, the videos, all that stuff. So, and yeah, you're not face-to-face, but you still see them, still talk to them. You just can't touch and smell them, which sometimes is a good thing. <laughs> At a time like this, there are definitely lines of communication set up for the specific purpose of having those of you isolated in your homes, be able to find someone to help, someone to just talk to, maybe even join a group, call call or a video chat. If you don't belong to a support group, call or join one. There's tens, tons of MS support groups and MS channels and pages and stuff like that that you can Look up and meet a lot of new people. Find some people around your area if you want, or just people around the world. It's like doesn't really matter where they live if you're doing video stuff. You're all human beings. You can all help each other out, talk about your experiences, what you go through, and what you do to make your life a little less painful each day. Above all, just try to keep positive attitude and accept the fact that there are things that you cannot control. The MS diagnosis is not something you can control. Learning to accept it and get the help you need while still finding the time to do things just for you will help you adjust to this unwelcome life change. <clears throat> There's so many things out there now. I mean, you Everybody has drive up, pick up, where 
show up at a place, call in. They'll bring your stuff out to you, your groceries, your food, your whatever you're ordering. It sucks what we're going through, but yet I'm kind of liking some of the changes that we have available to us now. And if you're really bored, make yourself a vision board. Lay out some things that you want for your future and creating clarity for ourselves is actually pretty simple. It can be accomplished with a tool called a vision board. Vision board is a collection of words and images that represent what you want to be, do, or have in your life. It can help you to develop and maintain a clear vision of your best future. A vision board helps us see what is possible, but can also be many things to different people. Some people like to use pictures from magazines and inspirational quotes. While others prefer to use what they already have in-house, such as a special talent or connection that can help map out previously uncharted territories in your life. Uh, suggestions. Be open and ask yourself, do I actually want to do a vision board? Be intentional. About what you put on your vision board, the colors you use, the words you choose, and where items are placed. Be a little crazy in what you put on your vision board. Might not make complete sense to you in the moment, but most likely will become clear over time. A lot of times you'll something catches your eye, you don't know why. Put it up there. In the future you might might get it have an explanation for it you never know if not you can always rip it off and throw it away be honest in what you want for yourself and focus on some of the main things and put a couple wild wild things on there that you may never reach but something you've thought of put on your board only things that you actually want whether it is to win an award, buy a new home, or to brush your teeth more often. Your vision board is for how you see yourself in the future and not for where you are right now. Getting started, depending on how you like your vision board, not much material is needed, just cardboard, some index cards, tape, a pen. Write meaningful and intentional words or phrases that express your vision. Fancier vision boards, boarding, use using magazines and scissors to add pictures can assist in seeing what you want to create. Begin with what is most important to you, such as health, relationships, diet, finances, or education. Start by creating one smaller board or a section of a board just for that area of life. Now connect another part of your life to what you just created and so on. After a while, you might begin to notice a pattern of creating what is possible in your life with, without outside interference or influence. From time to time, go back and adjust your board as needed. Look at your vision board often, spend time with it, and move in the direction you've created to the best of your ability. And poster board, there's pegboard or so many different things you can get your hands on to use for a board and, I mean 
to many it sounds goofy, but you'd be surprised just having things that you wake up and see every day of your life, even sticking things on like the refrigerator near a chair that you sit on or whatever. And just so you see it every day, it will help put that motivation in your mind and might help you out a little bit. Yeah, check that out. Try those things if you want. Uh, If you, it's that time of year now, or holiday season, so you're having all the different sales now in the uh, grocery stores with the Thanksgiving coming up. If you are a meat eater, this is the time of year you want to, that you should stock up on some things. Uh, Turkey sales. I mean, right now you can get a Jenny O in our area for 39 cents a pound with a separate $25 purchase. I picked up two. I got an 18 and a 19 pounder sitting in my freezer, whether or not I do anything for the holidays. We'll see. I have a feeling I will be. But uh, they're good year-round. Whip up a turkey. Have it just like that as the meal the first day. And then you got your turkey sandwiches, turkey pie, turkey soups. And there's just so many different things you can make with it. And you can freeze it, pull it out, and use it later. It's it's definitely worth it. get a big old turkey for like 10 bucks can't go wrong with it being this time of year i'm gonna give out my cranberry gelatin mold recipe that i fell in love with uh if you're not huge on cranberries but you like the sweetness of jello you'll like this uh you do not get the cranberry taste from it the tartness it's so far i have Nobody that's complained about it. Everybody's been ecstatic about it and just loved the taste of it. So instead of having a bowl of cranberries that ends up having a couple people take a little spoonful out of, this thing disappears pretty quick on the table. So it serves eight to ten people. So you take one package, a six-ounce package, of uh, strawberry or lemon gelatin. I like to use the strawberry. I think the lemon would be a li- make the cranberries be a little bit more tart, but I have not tried it yet, so don't take my word for it on that. But uh, one package, six ounces of strawberry or lemon gelatin, three cups of boiling water, one can, 16 ounces of whole berry cranberry sauce. Got to be the whole berry. Then a can, one can, eight ounces of crushed pineapple, undrained. Then you just take a large bowl, dissolve the gelatin in water, boiling water, stir in the cranberry sauce, which will break down in the hot water really quick. Just got to stir it up a few times, let it sit for a second, melt a little more, and then stir it up again. And add the pineapple to it, too. Cover it and refrigerate for an hour. 
you like nuts, you can stir in like walnuts. But I'm not a fan of having nuts in my jello, so I don't put it in there. Then you pour it into a gelatin mold coated with cooking spray and refrigerate until set, which is usually about four hours. Uh, I used the gelatin mold once. Kind of a pain in the ass. It's got to heat it up. Warm water on it so it falls out of the thing decent or the spray is supposed to help with that too. But I just use a regular glass bowl. Mix it all in there. Throw it in the fridge. Just eat it out of there just like a big bowl of jello. Yeah, it's a very popular recipe every year. So add that to your Thanksgiving meal or to whatever meal you want. See how everybody likes that one. But that is it for me today, I believe. Uh, check out Crimson Cull Comic Club under the cowl. AB Conversation. They're all good podcast and video. You videos on YouTube. And there's other random videos on there too. So check those out. Now later than that, be good to each other. Stay safe. Have a good week.